Goodbye to National Kidney Month and a belated hello to National Donor Month. I don't usually write about transplants and don't know that much about them, so you and I will be learning together today. Restricting this blog to solely kidney transplants, there's still quite a bit to write about. There are many reasons for needing a kidney transplant. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services' Health Resources and Services Administration's Organ Procurement and Transplantation Network provides the following list of reasons. Kidney Diagnosis Categories Kidney Diagnoses Glomerular Diseases and DGBM, Chronic Glomerulonephritis, Unspecified, Chronic Glomerulosclerosis, Unspecified, Focal Glomerular Sclerosis, Idio-slash-post-infrasentic, Glomerulonephritis, IgA Nephropathy, Hemolytic Uremic Syndrome, Membranous Glomerulonephritis, Mesangiocapillary 1 Glomerulonephritis, Mesangiocapillary 2 Glomerulonephritis, Systemic Lupus Erythematosus, Allport syndrome, amyloidosis, membranous nephropathy, good pastures syndrome, henoxonline purpura, sickle cell anemia, Wegener's granulomatosis diabetes diabetes, type I insulin depth slash juvenile onset, diabetes, type 2 insulin depth slash adult onset, diabetes, type I non-insulin depth slash uva onset, diabetes, type 2 non-insulin depth slash adult onset polycystic kidneys polycystic kidneys hypertensive nephrosclerosis hypertensive nephrosclerosis renovascular and other vascular disease chronic nephrosclerosis, unspecified, malignant hypertension, polyarteritis, progressive systemic sclerosis, renal artery thrombosis, scleroderma congenital, rare familial and metabolic disorders congenital obstructive uropathy, cystinosis, Fabry's disease, hypoplasia-slash-dysplasia-slash-dysgenesis-slash-agenesis, medullary cystic disease, nephropathysis, prune belly syndrome tubular and interstitial diseases acquired obstructive nephropathy, analgesic nephropathy, antibiotic-induced nephritis, cancer chemotherapy-induced nephritis, chronic pyelonephritis-slash-reflex, nephropathy, gout, nephritis, nephrolithiasis, oxalate nephropathy, radiation nephritis, acute tubular necrosis, cortical necrosis, cyclosporin nephrotoxicity, heroin nephrotoxicity, sarcoidosis, urolithiasis neoplasms incidental carcinoma, lymphoma, myeloma, renal cell carcinoma, Vilms's tumor retransplant slash graft failure retransplant slash graft failure other rather rheumatoid arthritis, other familial nephropathy. Quite a few of these reasons should look familiar to you if you've been reading the blog regularly since I've written about them. You can use the topics drop-down to the right of the blog if you'd like to refresh your memory about specific reasons. Let's take a look at some astounding numbers. Unfortunately, the National Kidney Foundation could only offer statistics from 2014. Very few sources separate donations specifically by organ, so we're lucky to have even these older numbers. There are currently 121,678 people waiting for life-saving organ transplants in the U.S. of these, 100,791 await kidney transplants. As of January 11, 2016. The median wait time for an individual's first kidney transplant is 3.6 years and can vary depending on health, compatibility and availability of organs. In 2014, 17,107 kidney transplants took place in the U.S. Of these, 11,570 came from deceased donors and 5,537 came from living donors. On average, over 3,000 new patients are added to the kidney waiting list each month. 13 people die each day while waiting for a life-saving kidney transplant. 
Every 14 minutes someone is added to the kidney transplant list. In 2014, 4,761 patients died while waiting for a kidney transplant. Another, 3,668 people became too sick to receive a kidney transplant. Fewer kidney transplants are being performed during the current pandemic. The American Kidney Fund explains why. Because living donor kidney transplants require two hospital beds and post-surgical recovery care in the hospital, we are hearing that a growing number of transplant centers are temporarily putting living donor transplants on hold. This both preserves the availability of hospital beds for emergencies and COVID-19 patients, and also keeps non-infected people out of the hospital. The coronavirus spreads easily from person to person, and can be spread by people who do not show symptoms of COVID-19. This puts anyone who has a compromised immune system, including transplant patients who take immunosuppressive drugs, at an increased risk of becoming infected. Even with social distancing, the virus is still spreading in communities. Newly transplanted patients would be especially vulnerable during their recovery period after transplant surgery. Another obstacle hospitals face is the need to test deceased donors for the coronavirus. Transplanting an organ from a coronavirus-positive patient could present a grave risk to the recipient. With limited test kits needed for living patients, and the lag time between testing and getting results, some hospitals may have to forego testing and procuring organs from deceased donors. Because COVID-19 is a serious respiratory illness, the most critical patients must be put on ventilators. Ventilators are normally used to keep an organ donor patient alive who is medically brain dead so that their organs may be removed and transplanted. Those ventilators may be needed for COVID-19 patients instead. Fewer transplants or not, I was curious about how it's decided who is eligible for a kidney transplant. Nebraska Medicine had the answer in simple terms we can all understand. In order to be eligible to receive a kidney transplant, you must have chronic irreversible kidney disease that has not responded to other medical or surgical treatments. You are either on dialysis or may require dialysis in the near future. You must qualify for and be able to tolerate major surgery. You and your family members slash support system must be able to understand the risks and benefits of transplantation, including the long-term need for close medical follow-up and lifelong need for anti-rejection therapy. You and your family must be able to accept the responsibilities, including financial, that are part of the long-term care you will need after transplantation. Exclusion You may not be eligible to receive a kidney transplant due to the presence of some other life-threatening disease or condition that would not improve with transplantation. This could include certain cancers, infections that cannot be treated or cured, or severe, uncorrectable heart disease. A history of chronic noncompliance including, but not limited to, medical treatments, medications or other behaviors that would affect your ability to fully care for yourself after transplantation. A history of chronic and ongoing drug and or alcohol abuse that cannot be successfully treated before transplantation, putting you at risk for continued harmful behavior after transplantation. A history of serious psychiatric disorders that cannot be successfully treated before transplantation, and that would be considered a high risk for ongoing or increased severity of the psychiatric disorder after transplantation. Note, weight is included in your tolerability for major surgery. There's so much more to write about re-kidney transplant. Next week, we'll talk about the process itself. Until next week. Keep living your life.